Hi, hello, welcome to the episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is September the 2nd, 2023. Hopefully this episode finds you well in good spirits and high hopes. As for me, I'm doing pretty good. A little sleepy, but I've been pretty productive. Got my laundry done, so that was nice. Pretty easy, breezy, beautiful. Uh, let's see, I went and got some donuts today. I kept it simple, nothing weird, just the things I liked. I got a, uh, was it the bow tie, you know, the twist ones. And then I got a glaze with chocolate and sprinkles. So that was yummy. And then I got a blueberry glazed donut. So we weren't playing around today. You know, we ate it all up, no crumbs. It was good. <laughs> uh, let's see... Nothing really else on the side. No personal news really to report. We're just chilling. I could, I could probably use a nap, you know, if you, if, you, if you want me to be, like, fully real here. You know, keep it a hundred. Keep it a hundred. Uh, but no, no, we're good. Things are things are gravy, baby. Uh, I'm going to do my typical startup. Minus the beer. I felt like it's a little early, and if I'm already sleepy, you know, let's just not even waste it. <laughs> I'll save it for later. <laughs> So let me get some water at least. Okay. Let's begin. From ABC News. Extremely dangerous convicted murderer escapes from Pennsylvania prison. A man recently convicted of stabbing his girlfriend to death in broad daylight has escaped from a Pennsylvania prison. A manhunt is on the way is underway. For Danello Calvacante, 34 years old, who escaped from the Chester County Prison in Papascoon Township, approximately uh, 8.50 a.m. Uh, local time. And that was on Thursday. <laughs> Sorry. He was last seen on, <coughs> excuse me, Wawaset Road in Papascoon Township around 9.40 a.m., uh, Thursday, according to Chester County's uh, Chester County District Attorney's Office, which warned that Calvacante could be considered extremely dangerous. Let's see. Calvacante was convicted of first-degree murder on August 16th for fatally stabbing his former uh, girlfriend 38 times in front of her two young children in 2021. At the time, there was an active warrant for his arrest for an alleged murder that occurred in his native country of Brazil in 2017. So, um, and this is all according to um, Deb Ryan, uh, the DA. Uh, He was sentenced to life in prison without parole last week for the fatal stabbing and was set to be transferred to a state correctional institution in four weeks. Uh, now they don't know as of yet how he was able to escape. They did say though they, um, they followed the protocols post that they locked everything down. Even schools, uh, were locked down and alerts were sent out to residents about, um, you know, uh, inmate on the loose. So, I mean, yeah, these things do happen. You know, we've covered them before. 
Hopefully, the, you know, the aftermath here is, you know, clean. He just gets captured and, you know, recaptured, whatever, back to prison. You know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, very, just very fucked up, obviously, that story in terms of, um, you know, him stabbing his girlfriend 38 times. Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, it's also believed that his family, um, you know, helped him escape previously so, you know, they're being contacted and asked, like, it's like, hey, like, look, you know, if anyone does help him, they're going to be also prosecuted. So, you know, we're expecting them to just be forthright with us. So hopefully that goes well. Um, I guess I'll read a little bit of a description for you. Cavalcante was described as being five foot tall, 120 pounds, with black curly hair and brown eyes. He was seen wearing a white t-shirt, gray shorts, and white sneakers. He is fluent in Portuguese, so Portuguese, and Spanish, and speaks some English. So there you go. Um, obviously, uh, you know, don't interact with him, you know, he's dangerous, potentially. So, um, you know, just call 911, you know, just do that. That is the time where you do call, yes. You, you, sometimes it doesn't feel good to do that, I know, but hey, it's if it's that or die, just, just call. <laughs> just fucking call. <laughs> All right. Um, ABC News. A man is arrested months after finding a bag of $5,000 in cash in a parking lot. A Connecticut man says it felt like he won the lottery when he discovered a bag with nearly $5,000 in cash lying in the parking lot. So he decided to keep it. Three months later, he has been charged with larceny. So I'm curious what you would do. Um, please hit me up and let me know if, if you think you would take it or and or if you just feel like actually like, no, I, like this dude should be justified. Um, this is Robert Withington, uh, 56 years old of Trumbull. Uh, he contends that he didn't steal the money and didn't notice anything inside of it. So essentially he walks up. There's a bag that has the bank's insignia on it. And also, it is said that um, the taxes, uh, the town's tax documents were on there. There was like multiple documents identifying who was supposed to be getting this cash. And it was not Mr. Withington. But I think Withington's kind of under the impression that this is like a finder's keeper situation. And he was under no obligation to bring it back. Now, he picks up this money. It is in the middle of a bank parking lot. Meanwhile, the person who's, who brought in the money goes, oh, I, I'm light a bag. What, what happened? What happened? So, you know, they do all the backtracking, all that. They go through surveillance. They see that someone picked it up. So they wind up at Withington's door asking him about it. And essentially, he just says, hey, like, yeah, I took it, but I don't feel like I have to, you know, give it back. I, you know, he didn't think he had any obligation to return it to its rightful owner. And they're like, no, you, you did, buddy. Uh, you actually did. Um, now, Withington, who runs a dog training business, told Hearst he has never had a criminal record and his customers can vouch for his integrity. He was charged Friday with third-degree larceny, a felony punishable by up to five years in prison and up to $5,000 in fines. He was released on a promise to appear in court on September the 5th. Anybody who knows me knows uh, knows all I'm about is generosity. After living in this town for 20 years, I'm not looking for trouble. 
Uh, I know, but you also are looking for money that wasn't yours. Like, my thing is this. I don't really feel like it's morally wrong to, like, take the money or whatever. Like, I would probably sleep at night about this kind of thing. But at the same time, would I do it? No. Because we all know that, like, if a bank's involved or let's say it's not a bank. Like, because in these situations, there's this much money just falling out of the fucking sky. It's either a bank in my head or it's it's crime. This is criminal money. There, there, there are only one or two things. Or it's someone who's so rich that, oh, maybe they might not notice. Or maybe they might just come and use whatever kind of money just to find me on the principal. I, either way, I don't want to be involved. I don't want to feel the repercussions of this. So I'm not touching it. That That's just my thing. If it's a $5 bill on the street, $20, oh, cool, lucky day, lucky me. That's my lottery. There you go. Um, but even so, if there's a guy right next to it, you know, like, I'm probably assuming it's dude's money, you know what I mean? Like, he just dropped it, like, hey, is that, you know, like, it's just better to do that, and I get it, we're all hard on money, shit's fucking tough, but, um, shit's just, it's just not gonna fall from the sky, you know, and, um, I think in the situation, it was clearly marked money in terms of, like, this is supposed to be someone's, this is clearly an accident, and either you run it into the bank, or you just leave it alone. You know, there's nothing wrong with leaving it alone, in my opinion. Just keep on with your merry day. You just saw $5,000. That's crazy. You don't see that every day. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, I, if, if I do hear anything on a verdict or anything like that, I'll, I'll probably, um, or not a verdict, it's already been solved. Um, I don't think there's anything going to be here. I think I can just kind of move on, actually. Skirt, skirt. Um, all right, what's up next? Actually, I do have an update, though, on another thing, another ting. Uh, from CNN, uh, no charges will be filed in the shooting death of a South Carolina student or South Carolina college student who tried to get into the wrong house, officials say. So uh, this is definitely like one of those updates where I was like, you know, oh, OK, this does kind of change my perspective a bit in terms of this, uh, this situation. Uh, the fatal shooting of a University of South Carolina student who was trying to enter the wrong home on his own street has been deemed a justifiable homicide and no charges will be filed. The determination is based on several factors to include evidence gathered at the scene review of surveillance video that captures moments before the shooting, audio evidence, and witness statements. And it's from the uh, Columbia Police Department. Uh, So yeah, Nicholas Anthony Donofrio, a uh, 20-year-old sophomore from Connecticut. He was killed in a shooting earlier, um, shooting early Saturday. Uh, this was last week. Uh, we covered it, you know, earlier. Now, um, let me see if I can find it. Uh, Investigators determined Donofrio mistakenly went to the wrong home and attempted to enter by repeatedly knocking, banging, and kicking at the door, at the front door, while manipulating the door handle. A woman who lived in the home called 911 while a man who lived there retrieved a firearm. As the woman was on the phone with dispatchers, Donofrio broke the front, uh, front door glass window and reached inside to manipulate the doorknob. The man then fired a single shot through the broken window, hitting Donofrio, police said. Um, so when I hear this situation, this is dramatically different than any of the other ones we've talked about when it comes to this kind of shit. Like it is a, it's a much 
like it's very escalated behavior. It is like, oh, like I'm thinking a guy is at like the wrong door. They try their key and then like, boom, they got blown away or something like that. That would be fucked up. Or even if it's like, hey, you knock on the door like, hey, what's going on? Let me in. What's up? That's still a bit premature. But when you were doing the amount that Nicholas was doing that is alleged here, you know, from the evidence, that is a whole other story. I, I at least get how you get to a point where it's like, look, man, if this if this guy's coming in, I don't know what they're going to do. I don't even know why he's doing this. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I can see how you're going to wind up pulling the trigger there and how, um, what is it, the um, stay in your ground law actually works in your favor. Now, all that being said, do I like the stay in your ground law anymore? No, no, I don't. I still think it's a terrible law. Uh, it comes from this whole kind of like castle doctrine of like, look, like, we understand that you can't be, like, white fucking Earp on the street, but, like, you should be allowed to do it in your home. And it's like, I mean, I guess, like, at the end of the day, like, you do have the right to carry a gun, like, you know, period, point blank. Yada, 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 I get that. Um, and, and you can see in the situation how, you know, a person was able to protect their family. So, <laughs> I understand. Um at least this wasn't a situation where, like I said, like how I initially thought, where it was like, oh, okay, someone just literally goes to the wrong house, tries to get in their home that's not their home, and then just, pfft, just deleted. Um, yeah, don't do not do that. Like, I, I, hey, maybe, I, and I don't know if, if Nicholas was, like, intoxicated. I haven't heard anything like that. But, like, I can see if maybe you're disoriented, it's late, what have you, for whatever reason, and you're upset and you're grumpy, you should never be trying to literally be in your own home. Like, I, I know I've heard some stories of, like, friends who've, like, maybe, like, oh, man, yeah, I was just so tired, I was so over it, and I just didn't have my key, so, like, you know, I, like, had to, like, kind of get in my house, like, through the window or whatever. I'm like, oh, okay, damn. But, like, you know, just be careful, y'all. Just, just be, be, be cool, be casual. Don't, don't go Hulkamania, brother, because, um, you know, people do be having them guns. They be having them things, them blickies. All right, um, we have one more thing to cover. Sadly, it is not the good news. We're not leaving on a good note. It's a somber one. Um, we got to take one for Jimmy. We gotta do it. Hopefully, you do a gummy for Jimmy this weekend because, uh, yeah, we're, we're going to get into it. Oh, Margaritaville. Okay. So, from CNN. Jimmy Buffett, enduring, Margarita, enduring Margaritaville singer turned mogul, dies at 76. Excuse me. Uh, Jimmy Buffett, the tropical troubadour, whose folksy tunes celebrated his laid-back lifestyle, inspired legions of devoted fans, and spawned a lucrative business empire... Um, has died, according to his official website and uh, multiple media reports. He was 76 years old. I do love uh, this uh, quote from the statement on his page. Jimmy passed away peacefully on the night of September 1st, surrounded by his family, friends, music, and dogs. That's how, that's how you want to go out. You know what I mean? That's very chill. That I feel like that just fits his narrative. Um... He was a rocker who, you know, had, you know, big dreams of blowing up and then, you know, kind of makes this a bit of a pivot and saying like, hey, I'm just going to turn the dial back a little bit. Just chill out and like make a very like chill vibe. 
I think it's been described as island escapism. Um, which it fits like when you listen to Margaritaville, it just, it just, it's easy listening. It is like you're on a recliner and you really should be sipping a margarita. Like it just takes you out. It takes you out of the day. It's, it's very nice. It's very soothing. Uh, another banger is cheeseburger in paradise for sure. But you know, he's had some other good hits, but I mean, those, uh, Margaritaville is definitely like charted, you know, that was the big one. And I mean, he literally made a whole empire just off of being like a guy with like Hawaiian shirts, flip flops, what they call them, parrot heads, like shit. It was just a whole vibe. Uh, and I think to a way, like, um, I have a bit of Buffett core energy. Like I, I realized once I liked, uh, Margaritaville, once I liked like easy listening kind of music, I was like, yeah, man, like, I don't need to be wearing all these jeans. I don't need to wear all these harsh materials. Like, so, you know, we just stuck to the hoochie daddies and I had like a bunch of just Hawaiian shirts that I thought were cool. And I'm like, yeah, these things are not just cool. They're comfortable. And yeah, I had a fanny pack on and I was just like, yeah, let's just keep this. This is just us on the weekends. Like, yeah. like, uh, And then Crocs. That was finally it. Like, I, I do love some flip flops. I do have some flip flops on me, but I don't know. I like like a little bit of protection but then when it rains you can still have a good shoe and that's what crocs provide i know i'm talking a little bit too of myself there's a, a man died a legend died but um goddamn, we salute you jimmy buffett you were amazing um so yeah that's all we have for today that's the episode um if you'd like to help out and support further i mean you're already listening you're already a rock star uh but yeah i do have a patreon patreon.com slash isaiah news it would mean a lot if I had your support, and I would dub you a newsy. Uh, newsies, I shout you out at the top of the month. I say your name if you'd like that. Also, a project you're doing, thing you're on. Um, so, yeah, a little networking action for you, for uh, your support. And then also, free ways to hit me up, news one at gmail.com. And then let's see. I'm on all the socials. Uh, you know them. You love them. I don't want to name them off. Uh, you can find me or the podcast there if you'd like to uh, interact. Uh, I do have a YouTube. It would mean a lot if you would subscribe to it. That's dope. Uh, thumbs up. All the stars. Comments are great. So, yeah. And, and you're great. So, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for being a friend. And hopefully I see you soon for some more good news. I love you. Bye-bye. Mwah.